STC Pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Welcome, sir. Good to see you again. Hey, good to see Technical you. Technical issues off the uh, this top of the show once more. Had to do multiple restarts on my part because uh, we're pros and we use Google Hangouts, which never fails. That's STC Pod trademark. Yeah. I think it was that uh, hat you're wearing caused everything to explode. Hey, these guys won tonight, man. Or won you today. had a hat. Oh yeah, baseball. How exciting. How Absolutely. many games are left in the season now? About 1,500? 1,700 games? 40 or 50 or something? I don't know. Holy Jesus. like about 10 games in. I, I've had enough already. It's Why does my phone man. keep telling me the score? It's a my beautiful phone. way to spend four hours of your afternoon. <laughs> no, no, not, not at all. Were you awake for the entire game? Well, I PVR'd it, and then I was head bobbing as I was watching it with the wife. you got to go back and watch the record of it? Well, I was out doing, no, first I was out doing stuff, though. that's why I was recording it. So I came in and then I was watching it and fast forwarding through the commercials and I was, but I had had a busy day doing errands and stuff. So I was uh, tired. Shocked. Dude, there's no need to record that game. There's going to be another 10 of them on this week. No big deal. (laughs) That's the beauty of it. (laughs) Um... Shit, baseball. No, that baseball hat, man. Makes you look uh, 13 years old. 13 stupid. <laughs> anyway, shit, we had, uh, we got Paul all lined up to come on the show, Cartridge Canuck. You know, he's finally going to make his big appearance, but we had an emergency uh, request come flying in over the airways, and we're happy to announce a super surprise powerhouse of a guest we've got curtis from girlfriend versus calling in he's got uh, i don't know he's got something to tell us curtis gentlemen yo 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 how we doing <laughs> what's up with you what's uh, what am i hearing some kind of head cold or something you are hearing correctly yes i i don't know i got smacked with something pretty hard uh i haven't been able to stop sneezing for like the last 48 hours. And you know, every time you sneeze, it's a, a miniature orgasm. So I'm feeling great. Let's do this. Wow. You haven't passed this on to uh, Layla, have you? Well, maybe it's hard to say. Layla actually just took off for London a couple hours ago. So, Oh, nice. He's going to be far away from my germs. If she didn't how, get it. And how long is she away for? Uh, almost a couple weeks, I think. She's going to uh, her friend's wedding and, of course, seeing family and all that jazz. So that's it. You're a free man. you got a free reign to do whatever you want. Not like, not like you don't normally do, right? Yeah. And so I was like, how am I going to spend all my free time? I said, well, why don't I hook up with these STC pod boys and, and shoot the shit? Beauty. Third time on the show, too, isn't it? Third time's a charm. That's what they say, right? Might actually get a good one this time. I think you've tied uh, Buried on Mars's record. Is that right, Bill? Jeez, I don't, I don't know. Kevin was on a lot. We well, just make... I don't think I have yet uh, tied or surpassed Paul's um, 
scheduled appearances. Oh, yeah, of course. Paul literally has been on every show for the last three months or something. That guy. Outstanding. <laughs> Good for him. Speaking of that, though, uh, you've been on, I think, numerous episodes of the, what's, what's it called? The Let's Hangout for the Cartridge Club? Yeah, I've been on a couple of them, yeah. How do you find that? As in, how do I feel about it? Yeah, it's just good hanging out with everybody, and I know it's been on, you know, it runs for, uh, I think I've seen a couple episodes run for like six and a half hours. Yeah, well, the first couple of times I went on, I didn't have a whole lot of time, so I was only in for maybe an hour or so, but the last time I did it, I really got sucked in. I was there for like the whole thing. I was there until we all said goodbye. I don't like to be. I don't like to be there all the way till goodbye. That that's like when you get to the end of a party and you got the stragglers who who are just hanging around and people who are throwing the party are like, God, just leave, just leave, get out of here. What are you doing? I don't want to be that guy. I saw some clips of that episode. Uh, I think Curtis might add a couple of soda pops during that recording. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, a couple of wheat sodas. <laughs> I, I certainly did. Oh, we Did you should... watch that whole thing? Are you kidding me? Of course. Sit and watch every seven-hour recording. That's Did part of my job. I ate a whole pizza that episode. <laughs> <laughs> we should give them credit. It's uh, Paul Cartridge Canuck uh, hosts this Google Hangout that anyone can pop in on. I, I don't know where you would have got that idea from. Do you? Can you think of where that would have come from? Google Hangout for all the Cartridge Club people to join in. You know what the irony is? Is there have been more Google Hangouts for that Cartridge Club thing than there have been episodes of uh, whatever Paul's podcast is, the leftover bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Cartridge Canuck puts this on. Everyone jumps on. They uh, come in and out. It's a lot of just looking at Yoshi for a long time. Uh and all his, stuff. my God, he's got a, he's got like a Santa's magical sack. He just pulls out whatever you're talking about and shows it to you. <laughs> but otherwise, I've I've popped in a, for a couple of minutes here and there, but certainly haven't done the marathon that some people have. Yeah, it's a little. I love, I love Kevin gets on there while he's working, and he's on there for four hours straight, and then he has to leave because his relief comes in early. And he goes, oh, tough gig. Tough gig. <laughs> ah, these television guys, I tell you. Yeah, you got the life, man, I tell you. What are you drinking there, Joe? What am I drinking? Yeah. Some uh, Italian Moretti beer. Ooh, I love Moretti. It's one of my favorites. I yeah. always keep it stocked. Though this is my the last can I have in the house, so I have to make this one last for the show. How many uh, have you polished off tonight so far? Today, just one. Just one. Yeah, I was oh, saving okay. it for the show. I didn't get a chance to run out the other day and uh, and stock up my fridge. But it's uh, warm weather season, wow. so this is why I stopped well, before wine and start drinking the beer. Oh, jeez. I don't think you stopped drinking wine. You Italian folks, come on. Yeah, it's racist. It's uh. You got like uh, in the the movie The Jerk, you have that water cooler that's just filled with wine. You got one that's red, one that you know The Jerk. Hello, anybody? No, no one cares. Steve Martin. No one I cares. I was born a poor black man. <laughs> that's right. Is that the line? I don't know. 
Um, well, before we move on to a, what? I had a question for Joe. Yeah. How, oh, sorry. how Italian ahead. are you, like, percentage-wise? I'm pure blood. You're, both your parents are 100% Italian from Italy? Yeah. All right. Well, that solves that. <laughs> I'm the first one to, of Italy. I'm the first one to break tradition and uh, marry a non-Italian. Well, I was going to give you shit because you really play up this Italian thing, but... I do? So, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think I'm the furthest thing from Italian. Were you lying to me? Who? Me? You. About what? Being Italian. No, my parents, uh, they came over here when they were both about On the... six or eight years old. Oh, okay. Dang. So I was the first they went to one. Canada? Yeah, they came to Canada. That was their big plan? They're like, listen, we're going to immigrate to Canada. That's the land of opportunity and dreams. I think it worked out. I don't know. It's okay. uh, The only thing I would have improved on was maybe having coming to a place that didn't have winter. Amen, brother. You could always move here, right? I could. It's the health care that scares me, though. Oh, man, the health care sucks. Yeah. So much, dude. It's it's terrible. I don't understand it. And I'm, I'm, on, I'm for crap. I don't understand what I'm, I'm on. So I'm on so much stuff, Curtis, that I need the Canadian healthcare to take care of me. Is it the is it just free healthcare? Is that how it works? And then if you yeah. want like better, you just get you pay for private healthcare. Is that how it works in Canada? I don't understand. Uh, I've never had to pay for anything. Gosh, what about the dentist? Do you pay for the dentist? Well, we pay up front. Or actually, no, we don't. It's covered by our works, uh, our works coverage, like but, works uh, health benefits. But say you didn't have that. Oh, then, uh, yeah, I guess you'd be paying for that part yourself. Okay. Wow. There's man. something. There's some kind of coverage for your kids, though, for free dentistry right, up to a certain right. amount. But because, uh, like, what? Yeah, I guess what in the states, you just you pay for whatever kind of plan that you want to have, depending on what level of coverage? Yeah, well, gosh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever used my my dental on my health care because I always go to my dentist back home where I grew up. So I've never had to use <laughs> – I just always set up an appointment there, but I just pay them straight out for, mm. like, a checkup. I have no idea how that works. I should go to the dentist here. If you if you got an ache or a pain or something, yeah, you're hesitant to go to your doctor. You'll probably not go because it's going to cost you. Absolutely, dude. I almost died because I got pneumonia and I like insisted I was all right. I was like, nope, I'm gonna pull through. It's just a fever. I can barely breathe. I'm gonna be fine. And like, I I, I was so delirious. I had a 104 fever for like three days straight. I was starting to forget names of things that like I should just know, you know, like the back of my hand. And we finally went to the doctor and he's like, good Lord. Mind you, I had traveled during this. I flew on an airplane. So I had to, I felt like a terrorist in the airport. I had to pretend I wasn't sick and I'm sitting there coughing and wheezing and sputtering and barely being able to breathe. But then I finally made it back home. I was going to my friend's wedding and the doctor was like, what are you doing? You are frigging crazy. You could have died, dude. Like, you got really bad pneumonia right now. And I was like, I got to go to this wedding. And he's like, no, you are not going to this wedding. Not, not at, you need to stay in bed for like the next week. And I was like, no, dude, this is like one of my best friends ever. I got to go to his wedding. And he's like, you are 
riding a fine line, my friend. And I said, listen, let's get down to brass tacks. I want to drink at this wedding. What, are, <laughs> what can I do? And he was like, you can have one drink when they do the toast. That's it. No more. I was like, done and done. Done and done. And guess what? I had one drink, and I stayed for the entire reception. I even danced in three songs. Did you man. tell anyone there that you had ammonia? Everybody knew, man. I was dying. I was like this pale corpse over in the corner that would get up every <laughs> once in a while when the chicken dance came on. <laughs> oh, man. that Well, that system wouldn't work for Joe. He gets like an ingrown hair on, let's say, his legs because he shaves his legs, and he's at the doctor the next day and in therapy for the next month. If I don't Super use it, light. the coverage just goes away. It's wasted, so you might as well take advantage of it. Sure. But uh, I guess, speaking of that, if we can, we'll hold off on whatever Curtis's major announcement is for a little bit, because obviously the people that uh, that care about the STC pod want to know if Joe's taking care of himself in the medical sense and uh, arranged. I'm sorry to disappoint. Not yet. The wife has actually gone away for three days. So while she's away, uh, Joe's cock will play. And by that, I mean video games and Transformers. She's gone away to a conference. She just left tonight, so I've I got three days to myself. Uh, unfortunately, the kids are still here. Oh, but, my gosh. Um, we, we're both free. We should yeah. party. Oh, why are we in two different countries? That Country. sucks. Actually, I plan on taking out all my Transformers and rearranging them. Let the party start. Booyah. Hey, ladies. This guy's free for three days. <laughs> I still don't understand what your wife being home has to do with you making a well, I haven't talked to her about it. I haven't talked to her about it. That's the whole thing. I don't understand why you need to talk to her about it. Well, she's not she doctor. thinks I need to do it. No, everyone who's ever interacted with you knows you need to do it. Hmm. <laughs> you know what's interesting, uh, Curtis? Most of us who work with Joe can retell a story where we were in conversation with him and as we're talking at him, have watched his eyes slowly close in the middle of a conversation. Right in front of you. Yeah. Maybe it's just a boring story. But if that's multiple people have the same body, story. That's my thing. body preserving my mind from imploding by tuning out. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll talk to her when she gets back about it. She should probably go because she's the one who's been snoring oh up God. a storm. Do you see how far back my eyes rolled up listening to this? What? I don't, <laughs> you don't need to talk to your wife. Let's make a doctor's appointment. I think I have a doctor's bill right now that I have to pay. I'm pretty sure I do, and I didn't know if I was supposed to pay it, but I've got it. I've got a repeat bill like five times in a row, so I think I do have to pay this one. So what happens if it doesn't get paid? Is it something that goes to a like collection? or? I don't know. Doctor, police come after you? I'm going to pay it, though. Mm. <laughs> yeah, here it is right here. I guess it. if you want to go back to the same doctor, right? Yeah, I suppose. I tell you what, though, haven't gotten hassled by them at all. So, how much does uh, the penis reduction cost? <laughs> penis reduction. I would never reduce this. <laughs> the ladies love it too much. I mean, lady, the lady. 
Loves it too much. Oh boy, how is girlfriend doing? I saw on Twitter she uh, she booked a pilot somewhere. Yeah, she was in Seattle. She shot a pilot. Um, it was a spec pilot, so it's not like it's commissioned by a network or something. But uh, she had a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, she was in Seattle for a few days. I had her do some game hunting for me while she was there because Seattle has like a million game stores. Yeah, just a spec was... pilot work. Who the hell pays for that? You know, I man, I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. But uh, I mean, they must have had some financing behind it because they flew her out there first class and she was staying in her own digs i mean she had like a like a, an apartment to herself basically there ain't no shoestring budget on this one so i don't know i don't know uh that that is such a foreign world to me television i i have no idea how any of that works and so what you can mean? tell us what the pilot was right i certainly cannot <laughs> I probably said too much already. No, she's told everyone she's doing this pilot. So, when you say foreign, what do you mean? Just like on the production side of everything, or no? I just don't know. Like, I, I'm so much more familiar with film and independent film, but like independent television, how does that work? You know, mm. like I know that's how uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia got started. They they financed their own pilot, um, but other than that, I mean. I wouldn't know how to go about selling a spec pilot, who to get in contact with. That's that's so that's what I mean by foreign. You know, like like for film, you you put it into festivals, you know, and that's a potential way to get uh, distribution. But how do you do that for television? Is there festivals for that? I don't know. But with television, wouldn't you think that there'd be more means of uh, being able to get it out there in terms of you know, all the different channels you could possibly put it on or internet or something like that? Yeah, maybe. I, that's what I mean. I have no idea. Hmm. Um, especially because, you know, television, for the most part, is commissioned. It's not like film where you have a, you know, slew of independent films being made, you know, all year. How many people are going out on a limb and investing all this money in spec pilots. I mean, that that's a risky move, in my opinion. So I don't. I, I think the percentage of commissioned pilots versus spec pilots is wildly different, you know, I would guess, at least. Well, obviously, we know, uh, like me and Joe, there's people in, uh, in the upper ranks where we work who go to L.A., uh, I think, two times a year to check out uh, the new offerings and they make bids on it. And that's how we get our shows here in Canada there. Can either of you guys ever come with? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. It would take a lot of, uh, a lot of lubrication. Cajoling. In certain areas. <laughs> cajoling. I like cajoling. I'm good at cajoling. Ask Bill. <laughs> yeah, but that's where we get all our uh, American programming from. They go down, they screen it all, and they decide what to pick up, what to buy for uh, for our Canadian audiences, and they have to outbid other Canadian networks for it. Uh, sometimes they even uh, buy programming and outbid the other networks with no intention of airing it, just to keep it out of the other networks' hands. So it'd be cool to go see that process all in action. Plus, we could hang out. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, that that's like the main thing, though. That would be the main yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is that it? Is that is there anything else, Joe? You want to preamble about, or should we get to uh, get to the main news here? Whatever. Let's just talk and see where the conversation goes, like we always do. All right. Say something. Is there something to announce? I'm I'm hoping it's what I think it is, Curtis, because uh, I'm hanging on by a thread, brother. I bet you are, buddy. How's uh, how's the one console challenge going for you, Joe? It's still going strong, but yeah. um, <clears throat> it's not much fun. That's about the best way I can put it. I find that well, we both watched uh, we both we both watched Curtis's last pickup video, and uh, you went through all the Super Nintendo stuff you bought. And a bunch of Sega Genesis stuff, which I thought looked pretty interesting. A so bunch. lots of stuff for you to keep I had, playing. I had two games. <laughs> I had Aladdin and Fantasy Star 3. And let me tell you. Aladdin's awesome. Aladdin is great. Uh, I, I hesitate to say it's better than the Super Nintendo version, though. Um, I think it's really fun. However, I got all the way to the very end when you're fighting Jafar and he turns into the snake, I have no idea how to, when you run out of apples to throw, how to hit the snake. I cannot hit the snake. You, you have your sword. I can't, you try and get close and he just like, you know, spits fire at you or whatever. You can't, you can't touch him with the sword. So it seems to me the only way you can beat him is with apples. But once you run out, you're screwed. And then if you like, run out of apples, or you don't have enough apples, let's say, to beat him, well, then you, you can't ever get any more because you're trapped in the screen when you die, you know, and you come back to that that final screen. You have no chance or opportunity to get more apples. It was really frustrating. I can't remember if I ever got that far. Yeah, no, I got all the way to the friggin' end, and I was like, sweet, I'm going to beat this game. Then I couldn't beat Jafar as a snake because I didn't have enough apples. Bunch you of baloney, if you ask me. You know me. it's a violent game when your main weapons are apples. <laughs> I know. Well, your main weapon is your sword, but you can also throw apples. So you just got that game, I guess, fairly recently. How fast do you actually plow through the games that you play? Like, uh, it depends. I mean, Aladdin's a pretty short game. You could sit down and bang that out in an afternoon. You know, it's just a platformer. There's probably 10 or 12 levels, something like that. So it's not not too bad. Um, is, that, is that why you're hurting on this uh, one console that you've you've mastered everything you've played and yeah, hours like, per game? The only the only things that I've been able to get my hands on is like beat 'em ups and platformers, and all those are pretty short games. I mean, beat 'em ups especially those. How long does an average beat 'em up take? Half hour, 45 minutes to go through the whole thing, right? When I did you know, Street of Rage, that was probably about half hour. No, it was probably about 45 minutes, yeah. I hear uh, Koei yeah. makes some pretty long games. Yeah, Koei can suck my nuts. <laughs> Koei. <laughs> You're the only, you are literally the only fan of Koei. They should pay me to play those games. Oh, they should. They I don't know why. You, just, you gotta have patience, brother. That's all. No, 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 they're boring. They're not games. They're just like pictures and They're words. great games that you can multitask on. Like you can do stuff on the computer and play games at the same time. 
you'll, you'll take your turn, and then uh, you can go on the computer while the computer's doing the 40 other turns, and then you come back to it like 30 seconds later. That does not sound like a fun game that to me. sounds like fun That's to me. Who wants to sit? What if you didn't have a computer? What if what if you were Jilly Bimbob, Bimbob, uh, out out in Podunk nowhere without the interwebs, and you, you're stuck watching all forty of those turns? Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Well, uh, I <laughs> you probably still find it interesting, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, why are you suffering on the Super Nintendo when yeah, you have your Koei's too? Because uh, uh, I'm trying to do the Donkey Kong game right now, and it freaking sucks ass. It does not suck ass. You suck ass for saying that. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know. I'm an RPG guy, I guess. I... Oh. <laughs> RPGs, okay. Okay, for, first of all, I, we'll get back to RPGs in a second. I've been looking for freaking Super Metroid to get for you. Because uh, I, I really want you to play that. And it's hard to, it's hard to find there, plus it's expensive, right, in Canada? Well, most things are anyway, yeah. so... Yeah, I mean, if that, and that's a pretty expensive game anyway because it's popular. But I'm determined to find that game and send it to you so you, so you can All play right. it. Well, when you do, let me know what it cost you. You guys got some... be my gift to you. Oh, no, no. You guys got some good prices down there. That's, it's, uh, it's the least I can do. Shut your mouth. No, send me one of those things behind you. Those look fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, besides Curtis, if you send them the cart and it's not encased, encapsulated in cardboard and you know uh, the plastic baggies, no, no, no. I'll do you one better. I'm not even going to send you the clamshell. I'm just going to send you the board. <laughs> <laughs> I'll that rip out my fun. Donkey Kong game and uh, replace it with that one. Yeah, but speaking of RPGs, so the other game I picked up besides Aladdin, was Fantasy Star 3. Because I said, I know the Fantasy Star games are like pretty popular RPGs in the Genesis. And I said, well, which Fantasy Star is the, is the best one, right? And my local store happened to have all four of them at a time. So I was like, I'll, I'll pick up one of them. Someone said Fantasy Star 3. I cannot for the life of me remember who. And now I don't know if they were trying to play a prank on me or something because I played that stupid game. That is the worst RPG I have ever played. I hate that game. I hate it. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. So, not only is the story super boring, I mean it's a medieval theme. Whoa, never seen that one before. Princess gets captured. You're the prince. Which, wouldn't that make you brother and sister? But, beside the point. Uh, you got to go save the princess, right? I think it's the princess. Maybe otherwise, I don't think they would do an incest storyline. Anyway, so it's the whole save the princess basic story. You can't go, you know, five seconds without getting a random encounter, and you suck right away. I died over and over and over again. I have to keep. You have to grind so much at the beginning of that game to stand a chance. I mean, the first cave I went into to find a sapphire. I mean, I had to grind, you know, for like a half hour before I could even go into the cave to survive long enough to get the stupid sapphire. So you're sitting there, and I'm spending, I probably spent two hours playing the beginning of this game, and an hour and 45 minutes of it were spent grinding. That is not how an RPG should work. 
And for that, I do not recommend Fantasy Star 3. That killed RPGs on the Genesis for me. I know I've played um, one of the Final Final Fantasies, Fantasy Stars. It must have been the first one, though. Because I did enjoy it. First one or second one, I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, maybe someone was playing a prank on you. Man, that game pissed me off. You know the other thing that sucks? I hate this about RPGs. If I ever designed an RPG, I would never have... Uh, stuff like this, where where you get you, you go to like the a town, right? And you get a sword, and you're like, oh sweet, I saved up all my mesetas or whatever the heck the money is in the game. And I'm like, I'm gonna buy this freaking hunting sword, awesome. So I buy it, and then I go, you know, ten feet to the next town, and it, there's like an even better sword that's like ten mesetas more, but I just spent all my mesetas on my freaking hunting sword. You know what I mean? Isn't the trick, though, mm. never to buy weapons? Because I never do that. I always find you get the ones that are better in battle somehow. Are you kidding me? If I yeah. didn't buy a better sword in Fantasy Star 3, the little, like, bird, like baby birds would kill me. One, <laughs> the things you get, like, one experience point off of would kill me. It was pathetic. I that sounds action-packed. I saw baby birds, mice... And then, like, one other monster. That's that's how many monsters I got to see, because it's so freaking unrelenting. And then you're getting poisoned left, right, and center. I'm not made of antidotes, people. Oh, God. F that game. F that game right in the A. <laughs> uh, well. So you don't like it. I tell you. That's what I liked about Nier. There was, there was no grinding for me at all with Nier. It was just... Move along and continue the story. That's how it should times. be. That's how it should be. Uh, Chrono Trigger is a lot like that. You just kind of move along and you level up as you're going through the story. Yeah, but Chrono Trigger is one of the top ten RPGs. Well, for good reason, and that's why. Wait, I think that's why I got turned off on RPGs was grinding on certain games, and I just said, no more RPGs. Tell you what, though. Layla, she loves grinding in more ways than one you know what i mean (laughs) hey no but she'll be sitting there playing pokemon in bed and i i like before bed i'll be reading a book and she'll play pokemon that's like our nightly routine um when we're not grinding otherwise and she's sitting over there the whole time just only grinding that's like all she'll ever do she she saves the story for any other time but if it's before bed all she does is grind it's it's crazy and I and I read for like a good hour, so she's just hitting the same button over and over again. So that touches on a good point with uh, the whole girlfriend versus channel. If yeah. she's how how many how long has it been since you guys have started this again? Uh, two years? No, yeah, two years. A little over two years. So has it gotten to a point now that she's obviously developed her game playing in such a way that you know? she can turn a game on and sort of basically understand what needs to be done. So have you guys had to sort of maybe start thinking of ways to change your channel now in terms of the whole concept of it? Uh, yes and no. Um, yes, but not for the reason that you just said. Uh, we Girlfriend Versus is such a technically hard show to produce, and it's so time-consuming to edit. 
the way we did it this last season, I don't think I could do again, where we basically did it all at once, and I just kept editing the entire season all at once, right? I, it, I didn't stop. It was crazy. I think moving forward, we will uh, – it, it'll be more sporadic and not, like, on a fixed schedule. It'll be – you know, whenever we find the time to do an episode. Plus, it's a lot of setup. It's, it's. I mean, it's so much work. It takes like a full day to do one or two episodes, you know, between the gameplay and the interviews and, and everything. Just the filming of it is pretty crazy. So it might. I think it's going to be a little bit sporadic moving forward. That being said, uh, I do have some fun ideas that I've been waiting for when she did get to this point in games. I, I thought if she would get to the point where she was competent enough to just kind of pick up any game and get the rough gist of it, I have some fun ideas uh, for the future. Um, and that's all I'll say about that for right now. Fun ideas for the future. Absolutely. Naked. Doing it naked. You got it. All right. You guessed it. Oh, man. <laughs> right out the gate. He came out swinging. Yep. Hey, well, that's how you bump up numbers every time. Of Naked course, and afraid. Sex sells, baby. Sex sells. Of course, girlfriend will be clothed, but I will be completely <laughs> naked. We all look forward to seeing those hairy legs as much as possible. Oh my gosh, those pictures. Who would have <laughs> known my going viral career on, on the interwebs would be me posting my hairy legs <laughs> and my black socks? <laughs> yeah, anklets. There you Beautiful. go. There you go. That's it. Joe shaves legs all the way down. He's got to. It's in his culture or something. Why do you shave those legs, Joe? We're getting into swim season. Oh, you, don't, you don't shave your legs. That's like a free pair of pants for you, Joe. Yeah, man. Of course. I got all. I got hair in all the wrong places. <laughs> you, you, you know what you should do? You should just shave from like the knees down, so it looks like you're wearing hair shorts. Uh, it's not that quite. It's not quite that bad, but uh, <laughs> close. <laughs> Bill doesn't mind. You know what, Joe? I did get uh, something for you the other day at uh, thrift store. I went. Yeah, that was a pretty good haul you got there. Are you talking about the twenty-five dollar stack that you brought home? Uh oh. <laughs> I hope he's just sitting there silently frozen. Looks like it's just you, and me, big boy. Who's There's recording? You? So is this going to be? Can you hear? No, he, he's recording, but this has happened before, I think. That's a bitch. Fucking Google. This is what I'm talking about, man. All right, now that Bill's gone, we can make fun of him. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> Where's a Superman shirt? Yuck. Loser. I'm just texting him now that he's uh, frozen. I hope he was talking for a really long time yeah. before he realized. That uh, we couldn't hear it or see him. Uh, Bill, log off, man. Well, anyway, whatever. So Layla's gone. We'll Layla. have some serious plans once you get a little bit more healthy, or what? Uh, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> I uh, want to do some game hunting. I think I'm gonna, next Saturday I'm planning a little expedition, going to the the stores that are kind of far away that I can't go to just in town. They're like about an hour away, you know. Is this you by yourself? No, I got a buddy who, who usually goes with me on these little trips. I got a couple buddies. Uh, 
my buddy Edgar, who owns the game store, he, he likes uh, he likes going out game hunt, hunting with mm. me. Yeah, uh, jealous of uh, that last that last haul video that you posted was massive. I don't, and that's all just from local stores, or is that stuff that people have sent you? No, that's all. For, dude, people don't send me shit. I, I that's that's so rare that that ever happens. Uh, no, that's all from local stores and stuff. Yeah. And the prices are all reasonable. Uh, yeah, for the most part. I mean, you know, Edgar, who owns uh, World Eight, he he always does good and, and hooks me up if something comes in. You know, he'll give me a good deal on it. But yeah, man, check it out. I already got a haul going for the next. Uh, Six or seven Super Nintendos, nice. You got it. Some good ones in there, man. Rock and roll racing. No, I've never seen that one. Looney Tunes B-Ball. Nice. George Foreman KO Boxing. Mm. You That's know I super... have that, actually. I, I finished off the Gs. I have all oh, the okay. Gs. That's right. You do it alphabetical if you can't seem to find a title that you're looking for, right? Yeah, well, I, I try, and, and so G's was one of the ones that I only needed, like, three more, and so I picked up, uh, also got uh, Great complete. Search. Oh, cool. And Gods. It's, I, I'll tell you what, though, it's going to start getting harder, because um, there's not a whole lot that, you know, because you see the popular games all the time, like Super Mario World and all that crap, you see mm -hmm. that all the time, but... Uh, the more like obscure stuff, it's getting harder to find, you know, and stuff that I used to see over and over again, I I'm not seeing anymore. It's, and I'm like regretting not getting that stuff. Are you going to do any more uh, uh, game shows or conventions this year? Yes, I want to do. Uh, well, I am like 95% sure I'm going to try and go to um, Gamesters, uh, Gamester 81s show in arizona because that's really close that's like eight hours away um which and my grandma lives right over there so i can go like two birds with one stone you know yep so i want to go over to that um supposedly there's going to be one in the socal area at the end of august or uh, yeah, i think at the end of august which is actually right around the time that gamester show is so uh, i don't know it's going to be Either or, but then and then I want to go to Portland again. But Portland is such a it's it's hard to nail that down because it's such a financial stress. It wasn't so bad last year, you know. Once we split the hotel room and stuff, but it's still to take set a, set aside that time. And I think this year we would fly, so we'd have to get plane tickets and all that. I mean, it adds up, you know. And then you think like, well, is it worth it? But if there's one show that you should ever go to, it's that one. I mean, that one is so fun. Yeah, it would be a good weekend. Uh, I I think the main thing, well, one financially, and then just you know family obligations and whatnot too, right? But the big thing I think is financially, because like you said, I'd probably have to fly it, and then hotel room, and then food. I think that would just add up to a grand right there, right? I mean, I to to I would say you need a grand, hands down, just to cover food, hotel, travel, and that'll give you some money to spend as well. Uh, 1500, you'll be sitting pretty good. Like you, you'll have, you'll be fine on 1500. All right. Well, we're 40 minutes into the show. I think we should do uh, our intro. 
Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Did you forget to do the intro? Uh, professional as ever. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of STC Pod. This is episode number 81. Subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. Check me out at AC Decepticon. You can bookmark our websites, stcpod.com, as well as angrycanadiandecepticon.blogspot.ca. Listen to us on iTunes under the title search STC Pod, as well as my other podcast, Transformers and Beer. And for all of our episodes, check them out on Podbean, www.stcpod.podbean.com. And if you're listening to us, please check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from our community at www.cartridgeclub.org. As always, a big thank you to all of our listeners who check us out every Friday morning, which is when we post our new episodes. And now on with the show. Nice work, man. Excellent. We're it's still almost- here with Curtis from Girlfriend Versus. He's got an important announcement to tell us. But uh, before we get into that, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the awesome stuff I picked up the other yeah, day. Yeah, we left off where you, uh, I was congratulating you on your, your epic thrift store haul so now you can finally curtis the whining i have to hear from this guy at work all the time about how he can never find anything at thrift stores it is ceaseless his complaining i can only be disappointed from this point on so let's see what you got bill impress the man well it's it's nothing too crazy it's it was just impressive that finally it was a thrift store with thrift store prices you just i'm not seeing that anymore and I'm only getting angry and angrier as I watch everyone else's videos out there. You know, Canadian retros, always finding great stuff. And uh, creeps, always finding awesome stuff at Value Village for pennies. And there's nothing here. In fact, in my Value Village, the last three visits, zero video games. Zero. Something's up with that. Ouch. I think there's an employee that's uh, heading them off at the pass. There's just no way there's no games there. So as I don't know if, uh, Curtis, you've heard in earlier shows, we talked about how the Goodwills in our locations have closed down because somehow they could not make money. Isn't that the point of Goodwill? Is like they only make money because people donate everything? Yeah, That's exactly. Like profit. I, I, I can't wait to see the documentary that comes out and how this little area of the goodwill organization failed to make a profit because uh, it's, it's, it's wild. Anyways, the stores here in my town and one North of me, uh, one of the former managers or uh, someone who worked at these goodwills in, I think he was in management somehow he's decided to reopen those two on his own. So he bought out the leases and the inventory and he's reopened those two stores. I saw it was, I don't know, in the newspaper or something. They'd be opening on Friday. And luckily I was off. So I said, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get there Friday. First thing when that sucker opens. Because there's going to be a whole, you know, all that inventory sitting for months. Sure. Plus more stuff coming in. I was Friday looking forward to it. So I get there. I'm about, I don't know. How early should I have gotten to this thing, do you think? A new thrift store opening. It's just a thrift store. It's no big deal, right? How was early it, should I have got there? I mean, is it a big deal? I mean, I don't. I, uh, is it a big deal in the sense that like a lot of people would go to this? Because I agree, it's a thrift store. Like, what? Yeah. Who even knows when a thrift store opens? 
I know. It's very strange. I, I figured 10 minutes early is more than enough. In fact, what am I going to do? I'm going to have I got a coffee so I could sit in my car and drink it you while I waited for the store to open. I went 10 minutes early. It opened at 10. So I was there, you know, so, 9.50. What was the crowd like at ten, You know, when, when they opened? Since you were there right from the get-go. <laughs> well, I couldn't find a parking spot in front of the building. So that what? Was, <laughs> was it that packed? Yeah. So I had to park around the corner, and as I'm unbuckling myself, I see, you know, two young guys, high school guys, already heading to the door. I'm like, oh, these are freaking gamers. So I'm, like, hustling to get out of the car, and everyone was congregating in front of the doors, not in any kind of line, just a big lump of people. And there's probably 25, 30 people there at that point, 10 minutes beforehand. And... uh those two young guys were kind of in the middle of that lump and I kind of uh, went around the side. I flanked the lump, you know, closer to the door, but more at the side. So maybe I could head them off. And in that 10 minutes while I was waiting, there was a lineup that started in behind me all the way down the side of the building. By the time the doors opened, there were a hundred people there waiting for this thrift store to open a thrift store. This is a far more exciting story than it should be. I just, I just want to say that. Continue. This only illustrates how dry my town has been for anything cool or vintage or retro. There's just, and it's not like it's uh, the homeless people have come out looking for uh, some cheap clothing. It's, you know, it's just people looking for treasures. Anyways, the guy finally comes to open the doors. He opens the door, and all of us being Canadian, of course, we all just stood there looking at him until he said, come on in, let's go. So he all filed in neatly. And these two guys, even though I'd flanked them, kind of got ahead of me, and they were heading to the electronics section. And it, this was all instinct, where the electronics uh, center would be. You know, it used to be over there. It's probably the same thing. I took a sideways glance at the glass uh, display case see if there's any goods in there. There wasn't any. So I kept going to the electronic section where these guys were. And as I'm getting close, I could see a big black shiny box with like the Spider-Man font across it saying PlayStation 3. The big old shiny one. The big one. The big fat one. PlayStation 3 sitting there on the shelves. And these kids are just there kind of right in front of it. Not really grabbing it. Just kind of looking over the stock. So I went in there. I grabbed it. And I don't care. I'm grabbing it. What is this thing? Is Could this be like one of the backwards compatible ones? Well, I'm excited. I don't even have a PlayStation 3. So I was kind of even leading up to this thinking, one of these days I'm going to get myself a PlayStation 3. They're coming down in price. So why not? But the best thing for me to get is a backwards compatible one. And sure enough, I tilted up quickly. It's a four-holer, four USBs, so that means it's backwards compatible. I grab that. There's nothing else in the electronics. I kind of work around a corner where the aisle juts out, and there's some stuff on the ends. And uh, on one of the shelves is two uh, super, not super, uh, N64 controllers, two colored ones. And they had like a $1.99 on them. So I grabbed both of those. Oh, by the way, the PlayStation 3 had a price tag of $19.99 on it. No cables, no controllers. Uh, I grabbed that. I grabbed those two controllers. Uh, 
I kept going around to the book section where this was there, this Donkey Kong Country coloring book for 49 cents. (laughs) You know, for 49 cents. Why not? This is for Joe. He can color on that while he plays it. But there's all kinds of people like Steven Eider that love buying up this kind of thing. So for 49 cents, maybe. And also in the book section were a couple of uh, these uh, game uh, guides. One for Castlevania, Lament of the Innocent, of Innocence, and a Prince of Persia one. 99 cents each. I'll take those. Question. Go ahead. Was that, Go ahead. Was that Donkey Kong Country book? Are all the pages uncolored? Is it is it pristine? Yeah, it's it's pristine. It's Joe dish. Dude, that nope, is that's no coloring. Good, that's good trade bait right there. Well, that's what it does, bad. it has like uh, the one reseller reseller put uh, two dollars and two cents on it, and then the next reseller put a three dollar ninety nine cent price sticker on it, and then uh, ultimately it was forty nine cents at the store. I bet Dean from Round 2 Gaming would like to get his hands on that. Oh, He's in all that, that stuff. Don't tell him how much you paid for it, though. Really upselling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also in the electronics, I forgot to mention this. This was just sitting there. One of these Xbox 360 Kinect uh, systems, jobbies, sensor bars thingy. Wow. With the cables and the power at two ninety nine. I'll take Why not? I can't even hook this thing up because I have a projector system here in the basement with my 360, and there's no way the cords would be long enough to have that sensor bar on my screen and the system's all the way at the back of the room. So I, I can't even use this thing. But at $2.99, come on. First world problems, man. Yeah. So was that it? Does anyone remember my picture? Was that it? Did you see, uh, did you see the kids walk away with anything? They, uh, did they beat you to anything? You know, they were in the book section for quite a while and got, like, some big coffee table books or something like that. Nothing nothing too exciting. Ha! Those little whippersnappers. They missed out. But there was one dude who was there, and he filled up two shopping carts full of stuff. I cannot believe there is that much excitement for the opening of a thrift store. (laughs) What the... Man... My the thrift stores around here are just nasty. Like you stay away from them. I right. like I I've, I've been into a couple and it's just sad and pathetic. It was exciting, man, cuz at any other thrift store in town, all of this stuff would have been like that PlayStation would have been 80, 90 bucks, something like that. That sensor bar easily would have been 30. The books would have been 15 bucks each, like as retail as you can get. So for a thrift store to actually have thrift store prices, so exciting. So have we maxed out on like thrift stores being a place you can go to find games and and such? I mean, I feel like everyone's in on it now. That's what I was thinking. Like, why is my town so dry? Everyone knows not to hand them in anymore. Yeah. I mean, have we have we reached that point? Now, the next question is: Is it is the the collecting scene going to go down? Then are prices going to drop now since nothing is being found anymore? Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely got to crash at some point. I would say bubble going to burst. Yeah, it's got to. I would think. But 
feel like we're there because the sweet spot was really like, you know, four years ago, four or five years ago. That was when you could just find everything. That was when it was starting to go up, but man, it was all there still. Yeah, totally. And I wasn't touching it then because I'd see it at a store and go, ah, that'll be there forever. Yeah. Surely it was not. So um, the PlayStation, should I continue on that? It was, uh, ter turns out it was the 80 gigabyte uh, model. So that's the second model that came out. Uh, the first model was what, the 40 and the 60, I think? Have you researched how much the cords are going to cost? Oh, I had the cords laying around in my garage. What? You did? The great thing about PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation 3, is it's just generic cords. It's any old PC cord will work. There's no power brick in it. Oh, yeah? What about the... Uh... Oh, and it's HDMI. Ah, HDMI. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's right. Now, no controllers, and I don't have any controllers, so that was a bit of an issue. Yeah. I thought, uh, how am I going to test this, you know? I plugged it in. It fired up, but it said, uh, oh, we detect you have an HD screen. Do you want to uh, use HD settings or whatever? Hit X on the controller. Got no controller, so I couldn't go any further. But I did have that PlayStation 3 remote that I got at the Barry Game Exchange from... Oh. Uh, Shit! From Haji's one dollar box. Yeah. So I went. I went and got that. Tried that. Yeah. No dice. <laughs> no dice. That remote, it turns out, is Bluetooth. So somewhere along the way, you have to tell it in the PlayStation settings to look for your Bluetooth uh, remote. Uh, oh, so it will. Am I right, Joe? Well, I've had the remote, and I've never been able to connect it. So mine's mint. Uh, you're probably right, though. I think I'll take a look. I might have an extra controller I can I can lend but you just to test it out. Well, I can go further on the story. I did. Uh, I called up a buddy. I said, "Hey, you got a PlayStation Three, right? Can I come over and test mine on your uh, with your controllers?" Sure, come on over. So we went over, plugged it back in, it fired up to that screen. He put in his controller, hit X. The next thing it said was. Uh, could not find your hard drive. Hard drive not found or something like that. And at wow. this point, I, I realized, you know what? There is a little uh, panel on the side that's missing. So I looked at that, and I wonder if that's where the hard drive goes. And sure enough, there's like a blue screw that holds this uh, metal cage inside of it, and it looks really empty in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I pull that out. It, sure enough, that's it's empty. Its hard drive is missing. Uh, so that's where I'm at. Now it well, takes any 2.5 uh, notebook hard drive, any at all. So that's what I'm on the lookout for. And I have to decide: is it worth it for me to invest in a hard drive and a controller? Is it worthwhile? I still don't know if it'll work after I put all that stuff into it. Right. You know, that's maybe those kids, they knew. They knew that there was no hard drive because they're, they're savvy because they're young, youngins, you know. They're with it. They're with it. Now, if I was in the States like you, Curtis, I could pick up a notebook hard drive pretty cheap, like 20, like 30 that. bucks. Yeah, but here yeah. in Canada, eh, it's, it's a bit of a, a bit more scratch, maybe 40 to $60. And then a controller I checked all around town. A, a used controller goes for between... 
I think the cheapest I saw it was uh, 35 So between 35 and $45 for a used controller. Well, that's the uh, trade-off you get between America and Canada. You know, we got the easy-to-find hard drives, and you've got uh, free health care. So <laughs> you know, which one do you want? So that's where I'm at with the PlayStation. I, I have to decide whether to keep going, keep investing in it. I might have a spare notebook hard drive somewhere, so if I can put that in and maybe borrow another controller somewhere and test it further, see if it is working past that, but that's where I'm at. I got to decide whether to invest more time in it or not. Otherwise, this unit is super clean. Absolutely clean, shiny, glossy, no dust in the fan, in the fins. Looks beautiful. Heavy. Super heavy. That was a good story. It had a lot of twists and turns in it. <laughs> now, did you know the first model of the PlayStation 3 that came out, it had actually all the hardware of a PlayStation 2 stuffed inside of it, along with the PlayStation 3 hardware. The model I have, they decided to dial back some of the PlayStation 2 hardware, so it's not 100% backwards compatible. Uh, it is a little bit of hardware, but mostly software emulation to get that backwards compatibility. So, there it is. Fascinating. <laughs> Anyways, if you're looking and you see a PlayStation 3 somewhere and it's got that four-holer in the front, you're good to go. That's the ones to get. Backwards compatible. Four holes. You fill them all up. I had a PlayStation 3 once. Broke. Well, that's the thing. These early models are really prone to uh, failure. Uh, I remember. It was right around when Resident Evil 6 came out. Because I was really excited. I was a big Resident Evil fan. Uh, and I, I picked up Resident Evil 6. And I got about five minutes into the game. And I think I was playing as... Uh, I think I was Leon, right? And I get about five minutes into the game. And all of a sudden he's got this big Pinocchio nose. that just goes <laughs> on forever and ever and ever doesn't stop. And then I turn around and like a light from up on the brick wall like in an alleyway starts like piercing through my chest. And then I turn some more and more things are piercing and suddenly it's just like I'm a giant porcupine and then I couldn't go any further. And I would restart the game. I would get to that same point and would do it again. So I never got past the beginning of Resident Evil 6. We tried a couple other games um, like uh, Bat Ar Arkham City same thing, Batman would be flying around and get all wonky and weird. And uh, so none of the games work. So I just uh, I don't even remember what I did. I think I got rid of it. Or sold it, maybe. So I think I, I, I think mm. it booted up enough that it didn't look completely busted. So I took it to a game store and I sold it because all they do is like boot it up and they're like, oh yeah, it works. <laughs> <laughs> but I made sure I to I... take out the hard drive before, before I sold it. Cool. Sweet. No, that's not, that's not true. That's not true. I'm not that smart. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Maybe I'll bring the sucker to work uh, this week, Joe, and we'll fill about with it if I can find a hard drive. Or you said, what, this was the Spider-Man version? Or No, sorry to mislead you, take you down the wrong path. The font they use, that PlayStation 3 font, oh, okay. is the Spider-Man font. Yeah, I wasn't understanding how you had said that. Look for the Spider-Man font. Look for the four-holers. You told mentioned something to me the other day at work about uh, the new Spider-Man film or something. What was that again? Oh, yeah. Well, there are little dribs and drabs of info coming out about it. Marvel's uh, 
got the Spider-Man franchise back, so they're starting their uh, Spider-Man their Homecoming. Movie. That's right. Yeah, they have like Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Come on, it's not right. It's the first Aunt time May shouldn't be hot. It's the first time I'd want to do Aunt May. Yeah, she's supposed to be frail. That's the whole point. Peter Parker's you know, drawn to stay home and protect his Aunt May, you know? That was the one thing that, like, Sam Raimi really nailed. It was, like, Aunt May was perfect in those movies. Rosemary Harris, I think, is her name. Man, she was good. She was good, man, yeah. Same with uh, Cliff Robertson. I think that was the guy that played Uncle Ben. They were both cast just perfectly. Yep, 100% agree. 100%. Now, they're not... uh... You said Marvel's got it back, so they're not like redoing it or like we're just continuing off where we left off. They don't off. have it back. They don't have it back. Sony still has it, but they have an agreement with Marvel, and Marvel has like creative control over it. Okay. If yeah. that makes sense, um, and then that way they can, you know, bring in uh, the Marvel Universe characters into the Spider-Man movie. So if you want to have, you know, Captain America or whatever in a Spider-Man movie, now they can do that. Because Spider-Man was in the, uh, is he part of the Civil War storyline? Yes, he, in the comics, he's a major part of the Civil War storyline. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget, I was reading that comic. And at the end of, it's a seven-issue series, and at the end of uh, issue two is the big Spider-Man moment where, should I, can I spoil it? Spoiler alert, it's comics. Is it, am I going to ruin it for someone who doesn't know? I, like, I'm not. I'm in the middle of reading that series right now, actually. Have you read that? Part? I, 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 all I remember is uh, he's he's went to uh, some court with uh, Iron Man. To it's very early on. I have the entire oh, Civil War. Like, right, right, right. Oh well, yeah, because there's a million other issues. And yeah. Other- you know, every comic was like tied into it, but the right. actual Civil War was only like seven issues or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, I uh, got the whole spiel. Go ahead. Right. It's okay. Uh, well, the big thing is Spider-Man chooses. Uh, it would be Tony Stark's side, and he reveals his identity to uh, the world, and that's like the end of issue two. And it was like, what? Freaking Spider-Man just revealed to everyone that it's Peter Parker. Now, I don't think they're going to go that route in this new movie. I'll be amazed if they do, because it's going to be really weird going forward with Peter Parker being in high school and everyone knows that he's Spider-Man. I I don't see them doing that. Right. And the Civil War comics, he's much older. Yeah, he's he's like, you know, in his 20s or 30s. I don't know. He's... I think he's married to Mary Jane. I mean, he's an adult, so yeah. it's far, far less consequences if he reveals his identity. Yeah, no, I remember, and the, Tony Stark has him in this crazy Spider-Man suit. That yeah, that suit really awesome. You like that? I do not. I'm a traditionalist, man. I I, I can't. Stand hey, man, that. I'm all for the traditional outfit, but I really did like the little, uh, the the three armed or whatever, like Iron Man suit. Yeah. That was arms cool. come out. He can what? Whoosh? He can fly a little bit when he gets close to the ground or something. Yeah, I don't know. That, that was a cool suit. I forget all the things that it did, but yeah. It's but shiny. They're, 
they're not doing that, obviously, for the, the movie. It'd be too weird to introduce Spider-Man into the Marvel Universe with that that weird suit. <laughs> yeah. You've got to go traditional. Now, they did talk. I can't... Do you remember who the actor is they just cast? They cast an older actor. I can't remember who it is as the uh, villain. But uh, because it's an older actor, it's uh, it could be that he's going to play Vulture, which is... Oh, very exciting. Uh, yeah. Who the heck did they just cast? I know originally back when Sam Raimi was doing it, it was uh, John Malkovich had signed on to play the Vulture. So I wonder oh. if they're taking, if they're going back to that script, like the, the original Spider-Man 4 script and like taking, you know, bits and pieces from it. Because I believe the Vulture was supposed to be the uh, the villain in that one. Yeah, the that Vulture and really Black cool. Cat was in that one, I believe, as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, but um, they they were going to change the black cat to like the the Voltress or something because that was right around the time that like Dark Knight Rises was coming out. So Catwoman was in that. They didn't want confusion with Catwoman and Black Cat and all these cat ladies. But uh, no, back to the who the older actor was. Who the heck? Oh, was it uh, Michael Keaton? Oh yes, it was. It was Michael Keaton. Yeah, I remember seeing something yep. about that. Yes, yes. That would be great. Oh, man. Yeah, he could yeah. do it. Yeah, that'll be good. Are we still keeping the same English actor as Spider-Man? No, it is yes. a new Tom no? Holland. I believe. No, it's not freaking what's-his-nuts anymore. Uh, it's, uh, it's this new kid. No, Tom. I mean this new English kid. Oh, is he English too? Freaking Brits keep stealing all our roles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the new kid is Tom Holland. Is he British? What was he in? I forget. Who is Tom Holland? I got it. Here's uh, some information. Wow. Yeah, he's a, he's from London, England. Son of a bitch. He played Billy Elliot in the musical. Hey, he's in oh, Captain man. Civil War. <laughs> yeah. I had a an asking Google. Uh, big futz up the other day I was with the big kid and she was talking about these earrings she wanted that you put your earring in and then there's a clasp that attaches to the top of your earlobe and it dangles back to the other thing and I'm like oh yeah that's uh that's like I don't know why you'd want that that's a Bajoran uh earpiece like what the Bajorans wear Bajoran like ends in row that's right. She's like, what? what is a Bajoran? Is that a disease or something? I'm like, come on, that's from Star Trek here. And I went to uh, my Google, and I said, uh, show me a Bajoran, and hit enter. <laughs> and as I hit enter, it turned into, show me a vagina. <laughs> so, oh, hold on. I'll save this for later and just tell you what a Bajoran is. So... <laughs> Has your kid told you that you're not cool yet? Oh my God! Yeah, These every old day. man references you keep bringing up. Hey, Bill, we gotta have a Star Trek conversation sometime. What are we doing? We haven't talked. We we we've mentioned it a couple times. Yeah, to totally. We not should. today. Not today. There's too there's too much pressing business today. <laughs> you have a huge announcement, don't you? What? You what? have a huge announcement. I was gonna, I was gonna make it right after um, Paul came on. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? I, yeah, he's not here anymore. You're right. 
I didn't even I didn't even notice he was gone. We'll have time for our next episode. It's cool. Uh, sorry, Paul. So uh, announcement time. The floor is all yours. <laughs> all right, let's talk. So uh, let's just let's go. Well, let's do a little history here for the listeners who might not know. So there's a little thing called One Console Challenge, uh, started by Cartridge Club members Buried on Mars and Ramvox. The challenge is: Can you play one video game system for an entire year? The year of 2016. You could choose any system. Some, the majority of the, the, the participants chose modern systems, while a, a few of us chose retro systems, like Joe. Joe, what did you choose again, just to recap? Uh, I myself chose the Super Nintendo because I just recently required, or acquired my first, first ever Super Nintendo. So I thought it'd be a good way to, to further my collection uh, if it forced me to play it, I could maybe, uh, you know, buy games that would be fun and uh, keep me entertained and, you know, memories of the childhood because I did rent it and I did play it back in the day. Played all those. Uh, turned out man. not to be the case. You, you're, not, you're not having a good time. No, no. What do you think, what do you think's changed? I think uh, probably my memories more than anything else. Uh, things were a lot more fun when I was younger, it seemed. And as I got older, it, they just didn't seem to retain the same uh, luster as are my you youth. Playing, are you playing the same games that you played as a child? I'm playing later versions of them because the ones that I have, I originally played on the NES. Uh, clarify. Well, like the Romance and the uh, Nubanangas and all that stuff. So when you did play the Super Nintendo as a child, what games did you play? Oh, like Final Fantasy and uh, mostly RPGs. Right, right. But you're, you haven't been playing those. You've been uh, I've exploring. Been, I've been looking to acquire those to my collection, but the ones that I've found haven't met my standards, or if they have, the prices have been too high. Right. So I'm right. still on the hunt. And currently, I'm playing Donkey Kong Country. And you were playing, and you love it. That's been your favorite so far. Yes. Couldn't be anything further from the truth. So then we flip the coin over, and I'm playing the Sega Genesis. And the reasons I chose the uh, Genesis are a couple things. First, I had them both. I had the Super Nintendo and a Genesis as a child, although I much more preferred the Super Nintendo, and I gave a lot more love to the Super Nintendo. Also, uh, I didn't have a lot of games for the Genesis growing up, and so I thought this would be a good opportunity to explore uh, the Genesis and kind of settle uh, my own personal debate of Super Nintendo versus Genesis, give it a fair shake, see what else is out there, get some recommendations, and really, uh, you know, analyze from, from an analytical standpoint decide which which one is I, I prefer or which one is better uh, and it has been just as terrible for me uh, I've been enjoying the games I've been playing but a lot of them have been beat-em-ups and um, platformers so I get through them really quick I tried to dip my toe in an RPG and that was Fantasy Star 3 and it was I hated it it was terrible and it really soured my appetite for more 
RPGs on the Genesis. And that's right. kind of where we are right now, correct? Yes. Can I ask you, uh, what games have you enjoyed on it? Is there like uh, two or three that have been just like surprises or you knew that they would be good and they, they turned out to be good? Yes. Uh, Rystar or Ristar or however you want to pronounce it. That was really fun. Uh, that was one of the first games I played. That was great. I have yet to play Streets of Rage 2. I played Streets of Rage 1. I was wholly underwhelmed by that game. Uh, it is the most monotonous, repetitive game. And I understand it's a beat-em-up, and that's kind of how beat-em-ups are, but that is the most like monotonous, repetitive. There's one level that's an elevator, which is a pretty standard in beat-em-ups, and then the last level, you go left instead of right. Woo! That's it. That's that's the extent of... Uh, that's how dynamic the, the gameplay ever gets in, in, in Streets of Rage. Um, but there was one other game... You know, I liked Kid Chameleon. I played that. But there's no save feature, and it's very long. And there's... Uh, I think there's you can do passwords, I believe, but it's just... It's a game you kind of have to sit down and just crank out in one sitting, and it's really long. So for that, I have, I have to dock at a few points. Uh, I did enjoy Aladdin, as I said, but the ending kind of turned me off because I couldn't beat Jafar. It felt like, all right, this is a pretty challenging game up until the last boss, and then all of a sudden it's, like, impossible. That's frustrating when you get to the final boss and can't beat it. There was another game I played that I liked... Uh, let me try and figure out what that was really quick. I don't know. I thought it was so cool that you guys both picked systems that you, you know, weren't fully 100% in bed with, so you could explore kind of a new system through the year and really take uh, this challenge to heart for uh, opening your minds to a new thing or, you know, going deeper into something you hadn't fully explored yet. Kudos for that, I say, guys. Good job. Thank you. Oh, I know what I liked. I uh, Sonic 3D Blast. I really enjoyed that. That was an interesting game. Mm-hmm. You ever played that one? Never played that one. Yeah, I mean, either. I've never been a Sonic fan myself. Sure. I mean, this is completely different from any other Sonic game. But anyway, the Genesis. So this competition started in January. We are now in April, almost four whole months in. We've had a few people drop out. And? <laughs> and? Breaking news. I am out of the one oh. console challenge. Oh. But, much like Bill's Goodwill story, there's many twists and turns. Ooh. <laughs> I did not voluntarily leave the competition. In fact, I have been out of the competition for several months now. (laughs) Unknowingly. Let me explain. So, in January, uh, my friend had a bachelor party in Las Vegas. It was the reason I missed the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. I was at my friend's bachelor party in Las Vegas. And while in Las Vegas, he asked me 
if there was anything I wanted to go check out, any sites I wanted to see, and I, I said I would love to go to the Pinball Hall of Fame. I've always wanted to go to the Pinball Hall of Fame. And according to the rules of the One Console Challenge, pinball was acceptable. You could play pinball. But normal arcade games were out. And I knew that going in. So I uh, go to the Pinball Hall of Fame. I play tons of pinball. We leave. It was a great time. I had a blast. Some months later, uh, it's now April, the beginning of April, and I have been, I've made it a personal goal of mine to post on Instagram every day, every day this year. And it gets tough because I'm like, what do I post today? So sometimes I'll go back through my pictures and I'll, I'll oh yeah, that was a fun time and I'll just post that now, right? That's like my post for today. And so I thought, there's got to be more pictures from when we went to Vegas and I can post something from that. So I'm going back through uh, my pictures from Las Vegas a couple weeks ago and I land on January 31st and I see a picture of a, uh, you know, of arcade cabinets, and I'm scrolling through, uh, pinball, 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 and then there a certain arcade cabinet sticks out to me. I was like, why did I take a picture of this? The Star Wars arcade cabinet. Huh. And I look at it, and it's the high scoreboard. And at number nine is the initials C-A-F. Those are my initials. I thought, what the heck? Oh, that's right. As we were getting ready to leave, I had a few extra quarters, and I was trying to, like, blow through them really quick. And I had one quarter, and I was determined to use them all. And so I thought, I'll oh, just – I was frantically uh, searching for a game that only cost one quarter, and I popped it into the one game that did cost a quarter. And what was that? The Star Wars arcade game. And I completely forgot at the time that I was doing this one console challenge. I even took a picture. I was so proud of my score. And then it was erased from my memory. And I continued on the one console challenge until April, let's say 12th, when I was going through my photos and I discovered this and I thought, holy crap, You're I've right. been out of this stupid competition for months. <laughs> I don't have to play these stupid Sega Genesis games anymore. Screw you, Fantasy Star 3. Screw you, Jafar, at the end of the Sega Genesis version of Aladdin. Screw you, Echo the Dolphin. I'm out. Peace, mother effers. <laughs> but as we all know, there's more to this tale. <laughs> See, Joe and I, we made a little side bet, didn't we, Joe? Certainly did. What was that side bet? Uh, a small little side bet of where the loser would have to give uh, a video uh, commentary, I guess, about how great the other person was. And originally, I think we had said it was like five minutes. And then uh, I had teased you uh, on Twitter, I think, a week or two ago saying, because uh, I sensed there was something going on that you weren't really happy and I said, uh, I'll let you, if you drop out, it'll only be like a two-minute video. Or even one-minute commentary, whatever. Well, we never agreed on that. So I'm going to go back to the original bet, which was a five-minute video where I have to proclaim my love 
Mm. And admiration <laughs> for you, Joe. Don't make Bill jealous. <laughs> I guess I have to do it. So you were out 31 days in, and you didn't. You just completely forgot about it. Completely slipped my mind. Like I was saying, I was, hmm. I was, I was just trying to use those last quarters, and it, I wasn't even. I knew going in, I thought, don't play any arcade games. Just play pinball. That's fine. We're at the Pinball Hall of Fame. You should have no trouble only playing pinball. And then all my friends, they only got like ten dollars worth of quarters. I got like twenty dollars worth of quarters. Now I'm blowing through them. And then they're like, we want to go. And I was like, well, let me, I got a pocket full of quarters. Let me use them really quick. And I'd gotten down, you know, as much as I could. And they were all standing by the row of uh, arcade cabinets. And I just, I screwed up. But <laughs> More than five minutes on it? Uh, yeah, probably. Because I, I, I did, like I, like I said, I did get on the high scoreboard. Um, and then you needlessly punished yourself for... But I, I also believe in the honor system. I could have swept that under the rug and and kept going forward, but I'm an honest man. And I play by the rules, and the rules stated you cannot play anything other than the console that you choose. I was going to say, I think that's why people like you, because you're a good guy, and you're a stand-up guy, and, and you're a man of your word. Well, thank you. I mean, was it perhaps some subconscious sabotage? We'll never know. Mm. But the fact of the matter is I am free. Free. <laughs> free from the constraints of the Sega Genesis. So when you when you came across it on your Instagram there, what what's did you yell out loud like what did I do or did... Well, I never posted it. Oh, okay. Uh, but I was uh, quite like surprised, I was like, "Oh no, what did I do?" Let me see if I can find. Did you tell uh, Leela? Uh, she knows because she's been watching me play other video games for the last few days. Because I, 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 I've been jonesing to play the 3DS, and uh, so I got that out. And she's like, "What are you doing? Are you cheating? Are we keeping a secret? Should I not tell anyone? I'm not going to tell anyone. Cause this is our little secret. This is our little secret. I'm not going to tell anyone. You're cheating. You're cheating." I said, nope, don't worry. I'm going to make a big announcement soon enough. But I wanted it to be on the STC pod because we had the bet. Exclusive first on your guys' podcast. And because you like us too, right? Of course. I'm just Much appreciated. To... Well, Bill, what do you think about all this? Uh, quite a turn. Quite a turn. Super, uh, yeah, super honorable for Curtis to come forward like this. Uh, Thank you. Of course, now we can... Now you can be public about your whatever games you're playing now, and oh, there's a score there. C A F, four hundred and seventy-nine thousand. What's the high score? How many million? That guy's yeah. got to get a life. I know D B H, douchebag here. So that stands for. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's now, what a night you had, man. Yeah. You played Star Wars and forgot all about it. Blackout City. Blackout. I was drinking a lot that weekend. It was a bachelor party. Let us not forget. And we were in Vegas. Well, thanks for coming on the show and giving us exclusivity like this. You're welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> when can we expect the uh, the makeup video? It will be forthcoming. And it doesn't have to be five minutes. You just do two minutes. 
Oh, it's going to be five minutes, Joe. I, I, I couldn't take the embarrassment. <laughs> it is going to be five minutes. You guys want to know what the first game I celebrated with and played? Absolutely. Care to take a guess? What system? All right, I'll give you that. It was on. I played it on the 3DS. I played it on the 3DS. Gunstar Heroes. It's a good guess, Phil. Do you have a guess, Joe? No, I don't. I'm not really familiar with that system. Well, it is not Gunstar Heroes. And it was not a 3DS game. In fact, it was a DS game. And in an ironic turn of events, or an ironic twist, I suppose, it was actually a pinball game. <laughs> you just had it, was, it was Metroid Prime Pinball. <laughs> and I got addicted to it. I got the friggin' high score of like 10 million. How long is it going to take for you to come back to the Genesis? I still feel you missed out on some fun titles. Uh, you know, I, I I have the Genesis. It was the only system I have hooked up right now to play. It's hooked up to my TV, and I love the Genesis. You know, I had played... It's not like I skipped a bunch of great titles. I had played Gunstar Heroes. I'd played, you know, Ninja Turtles, Sunset Riders, all the Sonic Splatterhouse, um, you know... A, a handful of these great games. I was really trying to explore the games I hadn't played. Mm. Um, but as I find them, I, of course I will play them. I'll tell you the one game I'm never going to play again. Fantasy Star 3. <laughs> Generations of Doom. Did you get your Road Rash in at least? I did not get Road Rash in. Is that fun on the Genesis? Oh, man, I love that. Love I remember that, especially playing, playing against somebody. Yeah, I remember playing that on, like, PlayStation, but I never played the Genesis one. Have you talked to uh, Mighty Q-Dog about maybe his recommendation for some good titles you might like? Yeah, well, the problem is, is finding them. Much like you on the Super Nintendo, it's, it's, it's the issue of finding them and, you know, being willing to fork out the dough to, to pay for them. Yeah, I went to, uh, there's a local flea market in the area, uh, Bill, you probably know about it. I went to the, the Pickering Flea Market the other day just as a goof with the family to kill some time. And the usual, they got the usual game booth set up. And the first one I come into or come across, uh, briefly glancing at everything and speaking of prices, the guy goes, oh, two for one, buddy. You buy two, you get one free. And uh, Genesis games, 40 to 50 bucks. What what kind of ti what titles are we talking Just I, I didn't even bother looking. I just saw prices. These were these are like on on the far back wall. Uh, they were boxed and everything, right? But still, at that price point, that's just ridiculous. Madness. I don't care what game it is for Genesis. No. So I do have one question remaining uh, pertaining to this discussion. We all know that you've been struggling as well, Joe. And now that you won, and I'm out. Are you going to continue? For the time being, I shall continue on. I'll wait to see what happens after, because I'm on the um, uh, the Cartridge Club uh, Game of the Month podcast for Donkey Kong. So I have to push oh, through and try and get a bit further in the game or try and finish it if I can. Yeah. But then we'll take it from there. Uh, yeah, you, you were honestly, if I was to be honest, the... The main reason why I'm still stuck with this uh, this challenge. I know, uh, I know. 
it was a matter of pride on my part. Uh, the fact that I'd have to make a video, maybe that was part of it too. But uh, for, I think for the time being, I'll push on through. No word of a lie, I'm getting damn close to just calling it quits. Yeah. Drop kicking the Super Nintendo out the window. I'll be honest, I was a little relieved when I discovered that photo. You're free now, man. You're free. Well, you've been free, but you're I officially have. free now. I know. It feels weird. I was so I felt like I was part of, the, of an exclusive club, you know. I'm envious of your freedom, your ability to play whatever you want, because I've been staring at uh, uh, Nier for the PS3 and Alan Wake for the 360, which I want to play. Oh, man, there's so much stuff I want to play. That 3DS, I'm going to town on that thing. Uh, Joe, you could have been playing those games for Cartridge Club of the Month all those months. Oh, I know, but I was doing it seriously where I just stuck with the one console. You know, talking about game prices, I forgot to uh, cap off my story of the thrift store. The final piece of the puzzle, all purchases were 25% off. Because it was the grand opening? Grand opening. Icing on the cake right there. So that made, every, like, that PlayStation was 15 bucks. Come on. Can't go wrong. And, uh, but I also want to tell you about, uh, I came across a bunch of ads on the local Kijiji here again. So maddening. This guy put up, uh, like, 10 ads. I think we've seen this before. He has lots of good stuff, and he says his wife is making him get rid of his stuff. He lists it all, no prices, and he says, if the ad is up, it's available. Don't ask how much I want because I don't know what it's worth. I need it gone. <laughs> yeah. Does that make any sense? So how much do you pay? Every ad says the same thing. Do not ask how much I want. I don't know what it's worth. So have you? is it anything worth inquiring about? It's a, He's got lots of good stuff, but I just I can't be bothered with the, these kind of people. Are they just trying to uh, you know, find out how much stuff is worth and not going to sell in the end? Just baiting people? If he says that, why would you not just make him an offer of like, whatever, 10 bucks a game or 20 bucks a game or something? Yeah, that's what I would do. Well, I don't got time for these people. I'm not going to play their game. Like I know he's They're probably trying to bait you, but but what if you what if you actually beat him? What if he accepts your low low ball offer? Uh, yeah, I guess I could. Probably you know not going to. Happens. Too much effort. You know what always happens to me whenever I find something on Craigslist, which is it, you guys don't have Craigslist, right? Kijiji is like the equivalent. No, we we have both, but Craigslist is it's a lot lousier. Can I do Kijiji? Do we have Kijiji, or is that a Canadian-only thing? It's probably Canadian. Dang it. Well, anytime I do something on Craigslist, I'll inquire. And, you know, like, when it comes to video games, people a lot of times say, shoot me an offer, right? And I never, like, lowball people. I always think, I like, I do a fair offer. And anytime I have ever offered... Anytime, 100%. I, I never get a response back. But whenever I say I'll pay whatever they want, right away. What is up with that? Yeah, they're just appraising their goods through online ads. It drives me friggin' nuts. And it's funny because I I, I've had whole conversations where we've almost set up like a, 
all right, where am I going to meet you? How am I going to pick this up? Da, 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 da. And then we get to the price and radio silence. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Drives me nuts. Manners are out the window nowadays. Although if you go on stcpod.com, uh, you'll see uh, a correspondence I had with a Kijiji ad where you can see how I used manners to make the deal happen compared to the response of one-word answers. Manners, people. Why not? Anyways, what more can be said? I think we said it all. What a show. Unbelievable. Can you tease at all what... Uh, angle you're going to take with your video? Is there anything... Is there a certain angle you're going to take to uh, illustrate Joe and his greatness? Um, I have a couple ideas. I have a couple ideas. Uh, we'll see We'll see what ends up making the cut. What? Uh, what is there a value that you can uh, give to the production of this uh, video? Is there a, a budget that you're working with here? 100, 200 bucks maybe? Um... <laughs> <laughs> budget. Well, I don't know. It depends on how expensive I want the fireworks to be. And you bring in a cast and crew, your, your friends that you shoot your uh, girlfriend versus videos with, maybe? I'm thinking this might be uh, pimping out the uh, the old iPhone. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. You never know. I don't want to spoil <laughs> I can't, it. Right? I've got a, I got a feeling I'm going to regret this, and I won. <laughs> I hope there's a lot of B-roll of like I don't know where you're going to get Joe material from but Bill do not give over any footage <laughs> I will go wild on you just be gentle my friend just be gentle listen it's it's going to be nothing but love it's coming from that happy place coming from that happy place what bad could I make of that video? How could I ever produce a video that didn't show you in the most positive light possible? Uh, well, thanks for coming on again, Curtis of Girlfriend Versus. We loved having you on as usual. Well, thanks for having me, gentlemen. I'm sorry I was, I'm like sick. I don't know if you could hear me blowing my nose and sniffling the whole time. Could you hear that? A couple honks. <laughs> yeah, you could make that into a drinking good. game. Take a swig of beer every time you hear me. Sniffle, and anytime I blow my nose, you take a shot. We should do a drinking game one time online where we do that uh, 100 shots of beer. Oh my gosh, we should do that. We should do that. I'm in for that. Oh, that would be great. Can we make that like a special episode? Sure. You okay with that, Bill, one time? Bill can, uh, I, I know Bill doesn't like to drink beer, so you could moderate or try and control the conversation as we got hey, further in. You know, you know what episode would be good for doing 100 shots of beer over 100 minutes? Mm, episode <laughs> 100 and zero, zero? Oh, Me thinks a plan is forming? <laughs> That's what we've wanna, sunk down to. I don't want to ruin whatever you've in mind. Another one of those fabulous everybody call in shows that I'm not invited to. <laughs> I tell you, if you want a good uh, drinking game, listen to Joe's Transformers and Beer show. And uh, let's see, anytime... What's that phrase you always use? The flap? The what flap? The what, flap grease? 
flap crease. Every time you hear flap crease, you can take a shot. Every time you hear the word bubble, take a drink. And uh, Maz, if you hear the word Maz, man, that's a big drink too. There's lots of uh, phrases they like to use over there. Yeah. <laughs> flap crease. I love hearing flap crease. I hear it in my head through that entire show many, many times. But it didn't have a bad flap crease. It was about, you know, 50% flap crease. So it was okay. Flap crease. Jesus. You sure we're talking about Transformers? <laughs> all right man uh joe do your business let's get us out of here well everyone thanks again we really appreciate it and hope you enjoyed this episode as always subscribe to us on youtube follow on twitter bookmark our websites and listen to us on itunes or in the title search stc pod and as always don't forget the community that we're involved in www.cartridgeclub.org and uh curtis uh why don't you remind everyone again where they can find all your products? Find us on YouTube. We are Girlfriend Versus. That's Girlfriend VS. Or you can find us on Twitter, at Girlfriend Versus, at Layla Birch, at Curtis Freisel. I'm not going to spell it for you. You're just going to have to figure that out on your own. And your Instagram? Oh, yeah, at Girlfriend Versus. That's the best one. That's the best one. We got to get on this Instagram business. Shit. It's another account to look after, though. We need Dude, that. I'm telling, I don't know if it's this way in Canada, but Instagram is one of the best ways to get games. I have gotten so many games off of Instagram now because pe people sell games and you'll get good deals all the time. Yeah. Never even thought of that. It, yeah, dude, it's a big, I mean, like, it's really come, the last year it's really become big. I follow maybe like, Five or six people that constantly post. It's great. And other people will shout out people that I don't know about. It's a good good, good forum for uh, trading and selling and stuff. There you go. A final tip for the show. Thank you, Curtis. Love having you. We might as well make you the third host. Christ, at this point. I don't know if I could handle all that excitement <laughs> week after week. Yeah. yeah, it's a roller coaster. All right, I man, do it for us. Nope, Send sorry. us off. <gasps> post it and post it.